Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you've heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. I'm doing this because of my love for coffee. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get this week rolling with episode number 56. 56. Okay, which means it's season two, episode 16, number 56. My favorite picture on the White Sox. I got a picture of the guy's name on the wall. <laughs> you don't remember. I can't think of it. I used my favorite picture. I, he was there when he threw the no hitter. Uh, I can't think of his name. Because I was going to say Lawrence Taylor, who was a great player. But I have a picture of him on the wall, autographed, met him. Great guy, left-handed pitcher. Number 56, Mark Burley, Chicago White Sox. Great, great pitcher, unfortunately. I think he finished his career in Toronto. He went down to Miami with Ozzie Keen and ended up in Toronto. So let's move on. Yes, we're we're taping this on Mar uh, May 26th. And yesterday, May 25th, was one of my all-time favorite actresses' birthday, the late, great Jean Crane. Great actress, beautiful. And she was in um, one of my, my favorite Frank Sinatra movie, Joker's Wild. So she played Letty Page. I used to cry watching those scenes with her when he sang All the Way. They used to show that movie, I think I mentioned this, on CBS at 10.30 on Saturdays all the time. And my mom used to let me stay up to watch that. It was a great, I gave it on TV, gave it on my DVR, you know, when there's nothing on TV, which normally now there's nothing on TV, I'll go to that movie on the DVR and go to my favorite scenes with Sinatra and uh, Gene Crane. So happy birthday to the late, great Gene Crane. And then how about Rona Mitra last week on my cameo, with her cameo thing? I don't think I gave enough information on her. With Git Carter, it's with Sylvester Stallone. And she was great, and there's Geraldine. And then she was the original Laura Croft, Croft Tomb Raider. I actually bought the soundtrack of her singing on it. And then they gave it to, uh, the movie was with uh, Angelina Jolie. Said anything bad about her because her mother was born uh, in St. Francis Hospital in Blue Island, right by my house where my mom eventually moved. And then um, her parents, her grandparents owned Palisades Bowling Alley in the south side of Chicago where I used to bowl a lot on 116th and Halstead. So, uh, all right, let's move on to our movie review, and we're going to have two this week. One is going to be for This Is Us, which the series ended, and last week they had the episode was called The Train, and they were doing flashbacks with Jack at the hospital uh, after the fire and everything, and um, he's in the room uh, with another dad, and they're talking about different things and they're going through coffee so i'll let you listen to it great scene vending machines are next door Lewis. oh no just coffee mm -hmm. and then i'm playing in honor of 
Ray Liotta, who passed away today. My gosh, great actor. Um, good fellas, Field of Dreams as Shoeless Joe Jackson. And then I did have a scene with him in a coffee scene in a movie called Charlie St. Cloud, where he tells Charlie St. Cloud, you don't have enough time for a cup of coffee. We'll be sorely missed. And we're going to replay that uh, movie review right now, too. So uh, rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Now ring a bell. The paramedic. The it's so good to see you. Hey, you want to grab a cup of coffee? Catch up? Oh, I can't, man. I gotta go back to work. I'm sorry. You can't have a cup of coffee? Today, May 29th, is my dad's birthday. He would have been, what did we say, 98, I think? Yeah, 98. With Memorial Day, uh, my brother John, Vietnam vet, uh, you know, he passed away two years ago. So what I have today, and while I was walking Babu, the dog, I was trying to think of uh, one of my favorite stories with both of them. I have one that I've always told. After Little League, John and Joe had to be on separate teams. Or I'm sorry, in Little League, they had to be on separate teams. Joe was on the Pirates, John was on the Dodgers. I think my brother Jerry talked about that in one of the early episodes. So after they got out of the Little League, Barb, St. Barbara's, had a pony league. So and on this time, John and Joe were able to play on the same team, on the Tigers. So we're at a game. I'm at a game with my buddy, uh, John Bonkowski. I think I was in fourth grade, maybe, or something. And we're at a game, and it's a close game. And my dad's standing there along the fence near the dugout. You know, he's kind of like, let's call it an assistant coach that nobody wanted to listen to. So he's standing at the fence, you know, giving the advice. He wasn't drunk. The last inning, Tigers are losing 4-2. to two, And I'm trying to ask my dad if I could sleep over at John's house. And he keeps avoiding the conversation with me because he's watching the game. It's 4-2, to two, one out. Run around first for the Tigers, and John comes up. The manager, I think his name was Dave. He's yelling to John, come on, John, we need runners, you know, get on base, you know, and this and that, you know, make them work, all of that stuff coaches normally do. So what he didn't know was that John had walked over by my dad, and my dad told him, and this was great, he said, John, be ready for that first pitch this guy throws because after the first pitch, you start thinking, pitcher starts thinking, it's too much time. He goes, you get that first pitch. If it's good, be ready for it. And you know what? He hit a ball. He used to have this great swing, this great long swing. So he hit a line drive over the fence, and it was great. When he's walking to the dugout, my dad says, you know what, John? Next time, listen to your coach because, you know, losing by two is always better than having a tie game. And then he took a long pull on his lucky strike. It was so good. He was being sarcastic. It was so good because to get the coach like, oh, you know, come on, John, you know, get on base this day. My dad is thinking home run. It was always good, always fun, because that's when, you know, he was he was thinking when he said that. Yeah, you know, John, listen to your coach. It's always better to be losing by two than being tied than having a tie score. You know, and I think my dad likes, he liked the manager, but, you know, the old man, every once in a while, he would give good advice. And this was one of the few times. It was so good. And me and my buddy, John Bonkowski, we're standing, we're laughing. And uh, the old man, again, he pulls on it. Lucky looks down at us. He goes, you know what? You can sleep over at his house. Go on, get out of here. <laughs> to be honest with you, we left. 
I still don't know to this day if the Tigers won that game or not. He sent me out of there. You know, when I went home, you know, I told my mom, I said, yeah, I'm sleeping over by John. She goes, you didn't ask me. She goes, I said, well, I asked dad. And she had this weird look on her face like, yes, dad, where's he at? I said, he's at uh, the game, the little uh, John and Joe's baseball game. He is. Now, I don't think he was around for a couple of days. And all of a sudden he's sober at this game. And she was in shock because she asked me, was he drunk? I said, no. My mom says, all right, well, you could sleep over. You know, back in those days, when you slept over, your parents didn't put together a backpack with like clothes to change in the morning and this and that. It was, all right, I'll see you tomorrow morning. He lived a couple blocks away, I think on Bonfield or Keeley. That was it. She said, all right, I'll see you in the morning. Sent this on her way. And it was just a great, great night. That's it. Happy birthday to my dad, who would have been 98. Yikes. May 29th. And in his honor, as I always do, I'm going to have one can of hams because he's proof that um, smoking Lucky Strikes and drinking lots of hams, you're not going to live past 56. Again, happy birthday to the old man. And uh, my brother, John, on this Memorial Day was a veteran, fought in Vietnam, and we all still miss him. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M-A-R-Y-B-S, number five. T-H-S-O-N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is marybs5son at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number five, S-O-N at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week where we continually talk about coffee, which we all love. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, Production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. I could not find the mute button. <sighs> My chair good. makes noises. You don't want this. Uh, that's squeaking? Yeah. Yeah. The chair is amazing, but it squeaks. Listen, when my old man was sober, he loved baseball. And when he was told John... You play on that first pitch. I've always used that with coaching with girls softball, especially for the leadoff hitter, the first hitter of the game. You get that first pitch of the game. I would tell them that first pitch is probably always the best pitch because they want to throw a strike. So you wait on that first pitch and then be ready. And most of the time they would get a hit. So, But that's the advice that he gave to Jan. Tell them, don't wait. Don't take a pitch. If it's close, you hit it. He goes, because if you don't, you start thinking, and then the pitcher starts thinking. He goes, and there's too much thinking. So hit the ball, and he hit a line drive. He was smiling. So <laughs> that coach, I think his name was Dave. He was so mad. He, he was like, turn red when my dad said it. And then again, once he told me to leave, I still to this day don't know if they won that game or not. Because when I left, it was 4-4, four to four, and it was – going into the last, it was the last inning. So I left, you know, I had seen enough, heard enough. So 
I have no idea who won that game, but it was great. It was just just listening to him and then pulling on that lucky again. When he would take a long drag of that lucky, you knew he was thinking and something was going to come out of his mouth, whether it was good or bad, but it was always interesting. So it was funny. It was good. Another good day at the ballpark. Thank you.